Well, hello, America. We are here to Yeah, get... not quite that big. Oh, all right. How about East Coast? Hey, East Coast. Oh, We're... A, little, a little smaller. Okay, New York State. We are here today. Mm, not, yeah, no, no. Not that big either. Ithaca? Uh, closer. Cornell. There you go. Hey, you go. Cornell. Welcome. Hello, <laughs> Cornell. This is Cornell Woodson, hey. uh, your diversity and inclusion programs lead for the university. I'm joined here by... Sharon Brown. Yes, and we are your hosts for this podcast um, that we are calling the Inclusive Excellence Podcast. Inclusive Excellence right? Podcast. We're I-E-P-C. excited about it. IEPC. <laughs> IEPC. Oh, goodness. And this is our first episode of this podcast. Yes. Um, it's our maiden voyage. Yeah, and we're like really excited to bring this to the campus. And, and and to be honest, you know, we were being funny when we opened up, but the reality of it is, is that this could reach a broader audience, right? Yeah. Um, it could be used as a as a recruiting tool for people to know that Cornell was doing things around diversity and inclusion and doing some new things uh, to reach people. But yeah, for now, we're focusing on Cornell University employees. Once again, my name is Cornell Woodson, and I am the diversity and inclusion programs lead. I'm Sharon Brown. I'm the Administrative Assistant for the Department of Inclusion and Workforce Diversity. (laughs) So for this episode, we're really just going to sort of give you an introduction to this podcast, um, what it's about, what you can expect, and and things of that sort. But the first thing I want to do, and and so Sharon has no idea that I I decided to do this, and I kind of wanted to go that way for the the rest of, I don't know, the season, I guess if you want to. The shenanigans are starting now. Exactly, right? But I I thought it would be cool to have a question of the day all right like opening up with, with a question of the day related to the workplace right um so and I, so i figured like the first episode i would have the question and then the next episode you'd have the question and you would surprise me with it so that it, it's kind of it's raw it's authentic and it's not time to really think of a really good answer but well, it's, i am okay with that because i know this is being recorded and can be right <laughs> touche. right but, but, but we're, we're gonna try to be a one take show Absolutely. <laughs> that's fine that's fine so the question that i have for you is what makes you feel like you belong oh my goodness I belong at Cornell University because Cornell offers so much for me to do in ways that I can express myself as the amazing human being that I am for example I get to do this podcast with this wonderful person in front of me named Cornell Woodson I mean he is so awesome the school (laughs) named itself after him what I love it. But um, I have found myself um, many communities within yeah. the university, and I have always felt um, seen and heard. Absolutely. Which is huge in my world because, yeah. um, you know, I come from a larger city, a big city. I came from Long Island, where it's easy to get lost. Mm-hmm. And so I find that while a lot of people are not fans, let's say, of Ithaca because it's so small, mm-hmm. I think that there is good to being that small Mm -hmm. and one of it is that you are seen and heard and I find that I also find that at the university as well is that whatever department I'm in or whatever program I decide to be a part of I feel like I have a voice and wow. people do hear me, so that's why I feel like I belong at Cornell. That's really good, you know. And it's it's funny we've been working together for what nine, ten months, just now? under a year. Yeah. I think September actually will be twelve. Wow. So that's then, fast. so we're ten months in, right? Yeah. Um, to our working relationship, and I find too, even just talking to you, that you are very plugged in 
to different things that are happening, not only here at work and, and you know at the university, but just like around town in general. And that's yeah. something that I've, I've I've noticed that you have been able to do and build that community and find your spaces, not space, yes. but spaces. Spaces, plural, and that's super important because um, I do encounter a lot of people who are pretty new to mm-hmm. Cornell University. Yeah. And my advice is always to those people to find your community outside of the university mm-hmm. because your work life can't be your whole life. Yeah, yeah. You need to just broaden your horizon, get to know people, get out in the community, try something different, go on the art trail or whatever it is you do, go to a festival, go listen to some music that is not your music, quote unquote, right. but go anyway. Yeah. And get in into the community outside of the university. Yeah. It'll it'll really offer a lot. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I love that I think for me what makes me feel like I belong is as simple as saying hello to me when you see me um and not necessarily like oh my goodness you know stopping everything you're doing and going Cornell hello (laughs) how are you but just an acknowledgement of my presence of just hi you know how are you or hello good morning um makes me feel seen and it is as complex as validating my lived experience even though you have no idea what I'm talking about or can't relate to what I'm talking about um and so I think there's a spectrum of what it feels makes me feel and I imagine all of us right there's a spectrum um but for me the simplest is just like hi right you know i always tell people i worked um at another place um and my cubicle was in the very very front of the uh the suite that we worked in and people would come in in the morning and walk past me and never say good morning and they wouldn't say good night when they left and it for the first year of me being there it really made me feel invisible and like i did and not isolated like, right like right i'm not connecting with these people yeah that's it, not a good feeling exactly and it's so simple right it's it's it's, it's simple as just a hi how are you today it's a little thing but it's a big thing at the same time exactly exactly so that's what makes me feel like i belong so yeah i i, I want to start off our podcast with that <laughs> question of the day so next episode you have to come up with All a right, question that didn't hurt related so to the workplace yet. exactly exactly <laughs> um so what is the purpose of this podcast So I wrote down a couple of things that I feel I really want us to to convey through this podcast. Um, The first one, Sharon, is what? To reach folks who may not be able to leave their office during the workday for a workshop. Right. And I mean, I think the reality of and, you know, timing, you know, on this one, too, I think the reality of it is that not everyone has the ability to leave their desk Mm -hmm. the way that some others can, you know, for an hour and a half, two hours. Um, Many people are, you know, their work, you know, literally if the office, I think of our front desk people, right? Mm -hmm. Like the office would literally go up in shambles if that person was not there (laughs) to assist people and help people to greet people and to do a really critical part of the work that's being done in an office. So creating an opportunity for people who really want to engage in the conversation but can't because they can't get two hours away um, to be able to, to still hear the information and things of that sort. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, there are different um, positions that are held within the university that doesn't allow people to get away. Could yeah. be a cashier at one of the food service areas. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be great. And, um, you know, the building maintenance staff, only because their hours, I believe, their work days generally end around 2 o'clock. Right, right. So depending right. on the time of the work, workshop, they may or may not be able to come in all these different professions that exist on in the university, we do not know when their peak hours are, right. maybe. Right. So we may think, oh, I don't know, 11 o'clock is a great time for a podcast, but that might be peak hour for the dining people because they have to mm-hmm. prepare for lunch. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I love that we have the opportunity to share this podcast and get our information out there, and you can access it whenever you are able to do so. And that's so key, right? Because yes. if you're on the bus or you're coming into work or whatever, mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. listen to it then and yes. things that sort. So I'm really excited about that. 
I think the second one is probably my favorite purpose of the podcast, and that's to highlight colleagues around campus um, in their DNI efforts. I think that you know, in my ten months in this role, I've been here at the university for almost four years. So I was in another part of the uh, of the institution before this. Um, but one thing that I realize um, in terms of uh, diversity and inclusion efforts around campus is that a lot of times people have no idea what's being done across the campus. Mm. They have no idea of the different work that their colleagues are doing in the colleges or in different departments um, that are really helping to move the needle mm. around diversity and inclusion work. Um, and so I wanted to create a, a, an opportunity for us to bring in some of those people. And I think this really came to head when we had the, um, what was it, the, um, is it the Staff Excellence where the, where they, one where they give awards out and... Oh, they the, um like the landmark awards for people who have been here X amount of no no, no uh, not that one it's the one that, that we had in the um I, I, I got an award me and Sue got the same award this year okay. what is the name of that ceremony it's an award ceremony I don't know because I didn't Recognize get one oh see <laughs> petty no um, but no but it was and I, I, can't, I, know I can't believe about. I'm blanking on the name of it right now but um, hopefully Mary Opperman will not hear this and <laughs> be like how you not, don't know the name but basically um, you heard so many as they were reading the things that, that the so people had to be nominated for the award is it an achievement award of sorts it was an achievement award I forget we'll, we'll come back to that okay. but, um, but people had to nominate people for the award uh, for the various awards and so they read things that people said about the, the person who got the award mm-hmm. and what I noticed is that a lot of people were referring to that you know for example there was a supervisor award um, and that person um, cr- made people feel comfortable made people feel like a part of a team and they weren't necessarily using diversity and inclusion jargon but they were talking about exactly the the work and the 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 end goal that we that we're working for that people of all different backgrounds can come to work and feel like they matter and that's exactly so I would love to have an opportunity to bring someone in and go how do you make your employees feel like they belong oh, how do you yeah. make them feel like they matter um, and talk about that um, so if you, other people can hear that and go okay wow I can do that right? And, and also an opportunity to see that different things work for different areas absolutely there's absolutely no cookie cutter way absolutely. to introduce diversity and inclusion because yeah. those ways are just as varied as the people we work with right, you know right. there's so many different ways for somebody for you in your past job it mm-hmm. was just a matter of saying hello Same you know right. and a next person may need to go beyond the hello and say you know what i recognize that you did x xyz on yeah. this project yeah. thank you for your input absolutely yeah so and for some so people it's waiting until i've had my first cup of coffee hey. and for some people it's right like that would be me <laughs> right exactly right like it's so many different things and i think right. having that and highlighting that would make it um really give people a lot of different ways in which they can engage in the work and i put the work in quotations um of creating a space where people feel included and feel like they belong and can show up authentically as themselves Yes. Um, The third one, Sharon. Is to present a different way of engaging with diversity and inclusion content. Yeah. And I got to tell you something. Cornell University is big. Mm -hmm. And even though we do the diversity and inclusion work, we may call it D&I work, just so you know that's what we're talking about. Even though we do that as part of our work, there's still so much going on that we don't even know is Mm -hmm. happening until we're at an award ceremony. Right, right. (laughs) That we can't think of the name of. And uh, (laughs) so it's wonderful to just 
just be able to hear everything that's going on. Even the folks like Cornell and I who are doing this work, there's still so many people who are doing it quietly, yeah. quietly. And, um, and we, we love having opportunities to have the different ways of engaging yeah. with that content. Absolutely. And so that's another thing that we're going to um, try to cover within this podcast yeah. is to make yeah. sure that um, we offer one thing and here are different ways that that one thing can look in your environment, in your space, on your team, and so on yeah. and so forth. And also, the stuff that we are sharing at, at, on this podcast, they're great for the workplace, but they are also gonna, you're also going to get tools that you can take outside of the workplace, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. the, the more you use a tool, the better you get at it. Yeah, so yeah, just like working out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which I yeah. need to go work out today. Um, and, and I think another way that I've taken that third one of sort of presenting a different way to engage with DNI content is also getting away from only doing workshops. Right. Right. You know that workshops. Yes, it does provide the face to face opportunity to hear people. Um, but I think for some people who may not uh, feel comfortable going to a workshop right. because they feel like well, I don't know enough or anything at all about what they're talking about, and so I don't want to go because I'm. I'm embarrassed, right? Or they don't want to be seen as a person who doesn't know. Exactly. So this gives people an opportunity to still get the content, to understand, to unpack it for themselves, and almost in preparation for going to a workshop. Yes. And and I see this as a as, as a pipeline that mm-hmm. someone will hear this podcast and go, oh wow, that was really good, and I, I enjoyed that content, and I feel like I know a little bit more about it that I can, and I have some questions now, right. right? And now I can go to the workshop and I can ask those questions and I can engage and I feel. A bit more comfortable, so it's just creating different different ways for people to enter into the conversation that may feel comfortable for them. Right, and the last one, yeah, the last one to engage new people in the DNI work being done here at Cornell University. So the reality of it is, is that you know people have the the, the comment of you know we're preaching to the choir, right, and that we're, we're talking to the same people we always talk to. And I know that there are other people out there who either can't leave their desk during the day, or you know are intimidated by coming to a workshop. Or, you know, let's, let's be honest. There are some people who are like, I don't understand why, what's, what, what the problem is. I'm not sure how this relates to my work. And, mm-hmm. you know, all the different ways and, you know, barriers that might keep a person from engaging in the, the dialogue. I'm hoping that this um, might be a safer way for people to enter into it and that we start seeing some new faces yes. and therefore getting some new ideas and some new thoughts that hopefully can uh, cultivate some really creative solutions to some of the workplace issues that we see. Yes. Um, so I'm really excited about that last one. I am too. And also the... Um I lost my thought. You lost my thought. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> um, doing doing the diversity and inclusion work, we can also hear different voices. Yeah. So if we are, quote unquote, preaching to the choir all the time, mm-hmm. the yeah. podcast is one of the ways where you can listen anonymously. You may have some ideas and things you want to share, but you know you don't want to make a mistake. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to say the wrong thing in that space live with people. That's so so you have yeah. a way of processing information on your own. Mm-hmm. Maybe come up with a list of questions that this podcast has brought up for you you know and then maybe that'll sphere you to finding another person where you can you know share some ideas and thoughts and say wow they said this on the podcast and tell me about that like uh, let me know more I've heard some terminologies I'm not familiar with yeah maybe I can go and google something right right exactly give me a place to start yes give me a starting place and and also I think one of the best things we can do by offering different ways of um, sharing diversity and inclusion information is to give people opportunities to make the uncomfortable conversation mm-hmm. a little less uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, That's interesting, yeah. Be, making them 
making their discomfort a little less mm-hmm. discomfort. Mm-hmm. Or, or it, see, and my favorite is getting people comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes. Right. And yes. and you know that that, that uncomfortableness um, for me at least is a part of the process. And how mm-hmm. do I? You know, I was listening to Brene Brown on Super Soul Sunday on Oprah's podcast, and I was just talking about sort of like she talks a lot about vulnerability, right? Oh, Brene and is great. I love Brene Brown. If I could get her here, it'd be amazing. Well, good luck. Uh, I know, right? Because I don't know if we have that kind of budget. Um, but uh, you know, just be, being comfortable with like, okay, I don't, I don't know everything, or I made that mistake, and that we create a space where people educate and right. challenge, right. Um, but don't attack. Absolutely. Right, right, um, and that we can kind of get people on both sides of that conversation to see where each other is coming from, even right. when I come at you with frustration. Right. And we see, so that, that that's like the picture perfect like situation. <laughs> we'll see how we do okay. at, at creating it. We um, have definitely carved out a mission for ourselves. For sure, for <laughs> sure, and I'm sure many people are trying to carve out that same mission. Um, so we are just one one part of that uh, that whole process. So what can you expect from this podcast? Um, I think one, my hope and and why 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 I am really excited about doing this with Sharon um, is that I think you and I have really good energy with, with each other. I believe so. I, I think we make each other laugh. We're funny. We bounce off of each other. And so my hope is that you can expect fun. Yes, fun and lightness. We right. every, this is a heavy topic. It is. So it is. the more the more we can do to alleviate some of the weight of right. these topics and subject matters and processes that we're all going to be sharing and yeah. learning, the easier it is for everyone to engage. Yeah. We want to encourage engagement through light conversation. Doesn't minimize the importance of it, right. but it definitely makes it easier to bear if right. we do it with with a little humor, mm-hmm. a little of our personalities. And for me, just like like being able to be honest to say, you know what, Cornell, I don't understand this. Yeah. Help me, bring me to a place of understanding, please. Yeah. You know, just showing a little vulnerability on our parts right. so that people can understand, oh, I don't have to know all the answers. I just have to know what I don't know. <laughs> and, and, and I would add to that by saying even discourse that yes. you and I can disagree or our guests, right. Right, we can all sit around a table and disagree with one another Absolutely. and still have a conversation, yes. right? That That's another thing that I really want to model for folks who are listening so you can expect every podcast for us to open up with an introduction of a topic what are we mm-hmm. going to talk about um, I've added in the question of the day so next time Sharon you have to have oh, the question yeah. of the day um, so it'll always be a question related to the workplace so maybe you can use that question to ask your colleagues you know you know, and, and sort of start a conversation that way um, and then hopefully we'll always have a Cornell colleague um, that we'll be interviewing to do some that or that's doing some really great things that around would be the a topic. Cornell University colleague Cornell, yes not right <laughs> not well, te- and still so technically my colleague right and um, mine too, but we're, we're gonna have to make sure we we make that clear every podcast. We're talking about the university, not me, right? Um, but that we have a colleague that we have, you know, as a guest on the show, talk mm-hmm. about what they're doing right. in, in this realm. And what I'm hoping that we can find people who say, "Here's what I made the mistake." Oh yes, and here's what I did to fix it. Right, sharing that vulnerability. Exactly. I am not perfect. I don't have all the answers, and part of growing is going through that process. Exactly. Of making mistakes. Exactly. Being, being less than perfect. I think one of the big pieces about this is also offering some action-oriented best practices. Yeah, right? something that you can take away by yeah. the end of this conversation, and you can just incorporate that into your day. Exactly. Any which way you see fit. I think that is super important because that goes to that whole sense of working out every day to build up strength. Yeah. It's like something that. 
you can do on a regular basis mm -hmm. until you get to the place where you are much more comfortable having discourse right. and having right. hard conversation or being more comfortable in the discomfort or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So definitely. And being very action oriented. Like, what can I do today mm -hmm. to get started? Um, we want to share some resources, some films, some documentaries, some yes. books, some articles uh, that you can use to dig a little bit deeper on your own if you really want to um, that talk about that particular topic and, and, and allow you some opportunity to um, also see a different side of the story than the one that we present, right? Because yes. um, again, I think that different varying views on a topic is really important and allowing people to sort of take everything in and come to a decision on their own. Right, right. Yeah. Um, getting information. Information is everything. Information and communication is everything. It's, that's mm -hmm. that's my life mantra yeah. right there. Information and communication <laughs> is everything. I'm going to tweet yes. that. I'm going to tweet that. I like that. We're going to um, also have some listener questions. We're going to have the listeners um, post questions ahead of time mm -hmm. yeah. and, they, and we will share them on the air and see if we can come up with answers right. uh, whether it's something that sparks conversation between us mm -hmm. maybe a little bit of a debate who right, knows right. You never know, or right, it yeah. might be something that has a very firm answer that we can share um, we're, we're looking forward to hearing what our listeners have to say hearing what is on people's minds yeah. hearing maybe um, suggestions and things like that for future podcasts uh, uh, shows so yeah, our ears are open, not just our running mouths. Right. <laughs> exactly. Our ears are open as well. Exactly. And, and I mean, and I, I think logistically, you know, the questions will probably come uh, for that topic will come afterwards because we'll post the podcast and we'll right. hope that people will have questions and write to us with questions. And right. then the next episode, we'll unpack, you know, yes. choose a couple to unpack um, with people um, to get people some answers. Cause I think that's one of the biggest barriers that people have a lot of questions, right. but don't always feel like they have an opportunity or an outlet to actually ask those questions and get answers. And so we're hoping that that also, this also satisfies that as well. Um, and then we end with what's coming up next. What's going on? Yeah. So what's going to be the next episode? Um, so you can. So that might also be another way for you to send in some questions ahead of time as well that we can sort of uh, use within um, that next episode. And so speaking of what's coming up next, um, actually, I so I was doing some brainstorming um, on this today because I got inspired. So I'm, I'm. We are about to roll out a. Um, a uh, new version of our Inclusive Excellence Academy or we're, we're expanding our programming um, and so we are calling it the Inclusive Action Network and so we're going to unpack that uh, on episode 2 about what is the Inclusive a Action Network and what programs are under this umbrella program and, and sort of providing more ways for people to get involved in conversation and dialogue and one thing that I forgot to mention is how often can you expect this podcast to come out? We're shooting for twice a month so bi-weekly I think that is right yes, yeah that would be uh, right exactly <laughs> I'll get paid bi-weekly or semi-bi-weekly according to HR um, so we will do this twice a month uh, I think it's pretty realistic that yeah. for us to be have, have time for that um, and our hope is to get the podcast between 30 and 40 minutes yes. you know give you enough good content for you to you know sort of run and do something with it um, but not so long that it takes up an entire chunk of your day as well um, yeah, and that's kind of it. Sharon, can you think of anything else that we should share? That is a mission. Let's see. Uh, how can they 
hear us? We will ah, send the a link. Really, will yes, you put it on our website? Good question. So you will find each episode on the diversity.cornell.edu website. Diversity.cornell.edu. Um, yes. Um, there will be a page for the podcast, and each episode will be posted there. Um, we also will be creating a SoundCloud account for those who have uh, Android phones and things of that sort. <laughs> um, you can also listen to it there if you have an Apple phone or Apple iPhone. You can also um, you'll also be able to like and subscribe on iTunes as well. So we're going to put it in multiple places um, so that people can engage with it um, and access it. So yeah. So eventually, I will be able to say hello, New York. Right. And, I, exactly. and, and all of New York will be hearing me. Potentially, you know, <laughs> even if it's just a small section of New York. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. If it gets any bigger than that, we're gonna have to ask for some more right, money. Right, right. We're, um, we're gonna need advertisers you know, becoming and all that. stars and stuff. We can't be having it. So yeah, so that is our first episode of the Inclusive Excellence Podcast. Um, we really hope that you will join us uh, for twice a month to listen. That you will also write in. Um, you can email us um, at ieacademy um, at cornell.edu um, and send in your questions. Did you say ie dash academy? Did I say that? No, I said ie academy. So okay. ie dash academy at cornell.edu. Uh, let us know what topics you want us to cover. Let us know what questions you have because um, we would love for this to be uh, guided by the people who we're hoping to reach because that for us I think feels so much more fruitful and so much more beneficial to the people that we're trying to reach. Absolutely and make sure you tell two friends to tell two friends. Hello, yes, please do that. <laughs> please do that. Bring a friend, tap a neighbor and say, neighbor, I want you to listen to this podcast. <laughs> neighbor, this Sharon is some good podcasting are just happening so here. funny and they're just so likable. Um, but yeah, let us know. And so with that said, I'm Cornell, your, your co-host and this and is... I am Sharon, your co-host. Yes, and, and we will see you next time. We'll see you next time on the Inclusive Excellence Podcast. Bye.